You can get in your fancy yells, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another Kylie's Around the World SBG Tour Thing Recap. Uh, it has been an amazing last few days uh, after Articon, kind of like getting a little bit, you know, chilled out, you know, coming down, getting some rest after the tournaments. I travelled down to Nottingham uh, at a cute little Airbnb that I am staying at in Long Eaton. has been very relaxing. I have very much enjoyed my time here. Uh, and yeah, kind of uh, just getting back in touch with all my friends back home uh, since all of the Stuff at Articon has put me a little bit out of contact than I would have liked. And uh, it's been absolutely amazing to hear all the well wishes from all my friends and stuff back home and that, as well as getting some much needed R&R. I think I pretty much slept out nearly all of Monday after I got off the train uh, and did the same pretty much on Tuesday as well. Uh, walked down to a local fish and chip shop, had some really nice fish and chips there. We'll say the British know how to do a good fish and chips. Uh, and yeah, kind of um, just chilled out for a bit, relaxed, uh, caught the new Ahsoka episode. If you have not seen Ahsoka, you need to get on that. It is an amazing series and we've only two episodes in, so I'm so pumped to continue watching the series whilst I'm out here and abroad. But enough of my mindless ramblings about what I've been doing. You want to hear about some games that I'm up to. So I went down to 7th City Games on Wednesday night for their uh, game night, and I also went down to Warhammer World on Wednesday. Uh, maybe get a pickup game, unlikely since Warhammer isn't that popular, unfortunately, with the youngins. But I did get to go down and pick up some uh, some models and stuff. So first of all, I have a big shout out to Luke and his uh, nephew. Uh, caught up with them, uh, had a little bit of a chat about the game and stuff and uh, shook some hands. But most importantly, I would like to give another big shout out to Alex and Ryan from uh, Warhammer World. Uh, they were just an absolute blast. Uh, we, we talked, we chatted, um, had some fun, talked Armulus, talked shop, which was always good to do with some of the fans and some listeners of the game. Uh, other way around, some listeners of the game and some fans of the podcast. I don't know why I said that in the reverse order, but, you know, that's just where my head's at at the moment. And yeah, just have a good old chat. I went Harvey's on at Raza and Delgamar uh, with Alex. So Alex, if you're listening, hope Delgamar kicks ass for you and he rolls on lots of sixes for you with lots of roll-offs because, yeah, I'm hoping Raza will do the same for me. So I'll, I'll go into a competition with you to see who's Raza slash Delgamar does the most work, I reckon. That'll be a fun little thing we can do. But my game. So I went down to Southern City, as I said, and I had two games. Uh, one against Reese. Now Reese, uh, sorry, no, two games against Reese. Now Reese is a new player, five months into his game, and I'll tell you what, Reese is one of those players. It's like, it's like a sponge, he picks things up and absorbs things very, very quickly, and especially with uh, the brains trust he has there. You know, the likes of Will Champion, Jazz, Jake. Some really big names in that little store uh, in Sand uh, Sandia. So. Yeah, we had a ripper of a game one. We played uh, Hunter Orcs versus the Easterling uh, Dragon. No, we played Hunter Orcs versus my Bears. And this was a really interesting game. We were playing um, To the Death. So really kind of upfront, grindy kind of match. I didn't transform uh, Bayon, uh, not Bayon, Grim Bayon straight away. Took some shots. Uh, 
picked off a hunter orc. Um, but the first round of combats didn't really go uh, Reese's way. So you've learnt very quickly of why you don't charge your big heroes into the bears when the other bear has the ability to dictate which combat he goes to. So Bog went in, obviously had to strike up against Bayon, which allowed Grim Bayon to call a heroic combat. Hell into the combat with Bayon, knock Bolg off his wag, and then Bayon just simply went om nom 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 and smacked Bolg while he was down on his ass. So, yeah, really nasty shenanigans you can do with that. We played out the rest of the game. He nearly pulled it back, got both bears down to um, down uh, into the red. Uh, got him, I think, uh, Grim Bayon down to like one or two wounds, and then regular Bayon down to almost dead. Uh, no, he didn't take a wound. I won that, I think, 6-1 or something like that. But it was really, really interesting to see uh, how quickly he was picking up, doing things like jump tests over walls to help get flanks, char uh, getting in position to trap one of the bears without charging. He picked that up very quickly. And knowing where to shoot in the combat, he was doing some really, really fun things, as well as with his resource management, which is really clever too. Fimble basically soloed Bayon for the whole game, and it took Bayon way too long for him to kill Fimble. So some really cool uh, tricks there, and a lot of the tricks that he learned in our game one that I was doing, he put into practice in game two against my Easterlings when he took his bears. Now, game two was a much different uh, fiasco. We were playing Assassination, which was going to be a really interesting game between uh, the Emperor, uh, Rutabi, and the Dragonite against his bears. Now, I opted not to take Frogir because I think that would have been a little bit too easy for the Easterlings uh, with the Blade Wrath and Enchanted Blades. But without those kind of damage amps, it was going to be a very interesting game and a very interesting game it was. my. It was really one of weird. I kind of wrapped his right flank and basically forced Bayon into this really bad situation where he couldn't get these good engages and stuff. But his right flank, even though it was trapped, surrounded, and outnumbered, won. And then my center absolutely went gangbusters and just cracked a massive hole in the Bayonings. It was a, one of those kind of weird uh, engages that kind of go a little bit wonky. Grim Bayon was kind of stuck on the side. And as we found out, as the game kept going, Grim Bayon uh, was trying to kill Rutabi. Now, Rutabi was having, she was having an off day. Now, I'm, I'm going to preface, Rutabi, for me, this entire trip, the moment she left Australian soil has gone, I don't like it out here, and has wanted to go back. She has rolled absolutely terrible, forced her to two might to win a combat so she doesn't die to three Bayonings, because turns out Bayonings with two-handed weapon and barely at strength five wound things very easily. And then, yeah, she just kind of just choked for the rest of the game, ended up dying to some regular Bay Awnings, and I, as happens, didn't not realize that that was conceding victory points. I did manage to get my Dragonite, who was my assassin, into Grim Bayon, but the first time I got into him and got to, to throw some strikes at Grim Bayon, I failed to kill him. I brought him down to one wound, no fate, no might but couldn't get that elusive kill. And it was one of those heartbreaking moments where I kept striking up and kept not rolling high enough. On the other flank, however, the Dragon Emperor was doing pretty well. He was up against Bayon, just threw in hands, just went in, started throwing hands, won the Elven Blade roll off with the Elven Blade, which was really fun. And once again, Bayon trapped, get him in the red, down a one wound, no fate, but couldn't convert the kill. And this is where this game turned on its head. I actually lost this game 12-0 because I got wiped out. The game just wouldn't end. The very first time the game ended, I had 
Dragonite with a point of might in the prime position to kill Grimbay on the next turn, so I forced the game to be re-rolled to, to continue it to try and get the kill. Flopped the uh the strike off, rolled a rolled a one <laughs> on both strikes with the uh Dragonite, lost the combat, lost my leader, and then from uh lost my assassin, and then from then on it was just that's all she wrote. He went through, absolutely missed my acelings. The game just would not end, could not get there, and eventually I got wiped out. Yes, that's right. I got wiped out by Ornans. By Bionings, and even though I did break the Bionings, it was a bit heartbreaking to see at the very end of the game, uh, both bears on one wound, and three of the remaining four Bionings also on one wound. So it was one of those, oh, so close, but just not quite close enough. And hats off to Race, he picked up a lot of things that he learnt from game one, put it in perspective in this game too, you know, getting in pine, looking for traps, untrapping his model, and Keely, when and when not to call. The heroic actions because he was really smart there's a few times we talked about if he should use might to win combats and kind of allowing him to figure out that maybe spending two might and going down to zero just to win a heroic combat at the very start of the game probably wasn't the best move and that was it was the absolutely correct move not to spend the might there he kept it kept the might for later and then absolutely smacked me with it like um getting some key heroic moves off and getting his charge bonus in on very key models like the dragon knight so yeah absolute banger of a game um looking forward to uh tomorrow uh tomorrow i'm heading back to seven city collectibles um to have a game against the one the only harry parkill from the ant moot podcast or uh battle games middle earth i think that's his youtube channel i hope that's his youtube channel it's gonna be really awkward if he doesn't but i can tell you right now as a little heads up secret this game is an absolute banger of a game so you guys will very much enjoy that i added this little tidbit at the end because i thought that uh a little bit of a tease a little bit of a, a wind up for you all to get uh interested it's going to be basically a rematch of one of my a pseudo rematch let's call it of one of my games at masters against pits of Dogle door and my assault moth warrior in contest of champions so stay tuned for that get ready to see the battle report on uh on uh, harry's uh harry's channel because, uh, yeah, it's going to be a certified banger. So without further ado, I'm going to leave you all there. And as always, traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on the Green Dragon Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener. Until we meet again.